And we are <coughs> live. Yes, sir. I almost just knocked down the picture behind me, but <laughs> <laughs> we are live on the Wrap It Up podcast. Yes, sir. My name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you for joining me. If you're on Twitter, shout out to you at Shell Alexander. If you're there right now, click on the picture, the video, you'll get to another page. And in that Paris- Periscope feed, you can join in, ask questions, send yes, us your comments. Yes, yes, yes. We're also on Instagram, but you know, there's feeds, there's options. Because <laughs> we're trying to just hit the people. We want to bring exactly, in the Raptors exactly, fans to talk. Exactly. Because you know why? The Raptors are hot right now. Super hot. Red hot right now. Yes, yes spicy. <laughs> I'm joined by my guy Beals. Beals, what's good, man? Not How you much, doing? Much, man. I'm good, baby. I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. Good to see you again, brother. And we are blessed to have you back on the Wrap It Up thank podcast you, you, as the Toronto you, Raptors you, improve you. to twelve and one. Twelve and one, man. Real Making life, hot, baby. Real Making life, baby. Hot, Raptors man. are twelve and one after exactly. a one twenty eight one twelve victory over the New York Knicks. Again, my name is Sean Alexander. And this is the Wrap It Up podcast, the Raps Post Game Show. Exactly. Shouts to all the people that will be joining us on the live streams on Twitter and on Instagram. Yes, and yes, if yes, not, yes. as always, we got you covered because this becomes a podcast. Exactly. Which you can exactly. find on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Google Play by searching mm-hmm. On Blast Podcast. And then we got to show some real love to the YouTube people. No doubt, no doubt. The no YouTube doubt. people are doing it big right now. So shout out to the people that will be watching this later on on YouTube. Exactly. As I will say, this week has been big. Over 10,000 views on YouTube this week for our exactly, rap shows. Exactly, exactly. And the Ball on Blast podcast. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Speaking of... My guy, Andrew Webster, who co-hosts the Ball on Blast podcast Webby. with me, Webby. happens to be in Philadelphia right now <clears throat> at a bachelor party. <laughs> I'll be trying to track him down somehow. Although that might be tough. We're going to try. We're going to try at least. Obviously, big news in Philly as they have added Jimmy Butler. We will get to that, of course. Jeez. But we got to get to the the, the meat of why we're here, which is your Toronto Raptors having another win. Exactly. So we'll start off there. And, you know, I guess the best thing to say is they came off their best winning streak on a road trip, their best road trip, franchise history. And now you come into this game. At three o'clock, <laughs> nasty. nasty, fresh off the road trip, nasty. In any way, shape, or form, were you worried about the Raptors heading into this game just because it's the first game back off the road trip and the time difference? Were you worried at all? Nah, I wasn't worried. Man. <laughs> it's it's the Knicks, you yeah. know. Yeah, you know it's the NBA. Any team can give you a little bit of a scare, but not the Knicks, man. We had it and we got the victory. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things where they came out sluggish, which you can't really blame them for, right? No, like no, your no. your body still hasn't fully adjusted. Exactly, exactly. And now a three o'clock game is weird enough because that never happens. It never happens. On but a Saturday. You, on a Saturday. Maybe on a Sunday, not a Saturday though, right? But your body's still feeling like it's yeah, noon. So your yeah. clock of waking up and everything, not good. It's just different. Raps actually started the game one for seven with like five turn- turnovers early. And then to me, there was a play that kind of changed it where Pascal went up for a huge dunk and he missed the dunk. Yeah. But I just feel like that kind of brought a little bit of energy to this game and then really things picked up with the bench. How important, we saw today, Mm because to me, the bench changed everything and we Mm -hmm. finally got to see some form of what the the bench mob is going to be because it was the full roster of Freddie, 
OG, DeLon, CJ, and JV. Right, right. How important, like, we know what the starters can do. Right. But again, how important are the bench mob to what this team can do long term? The bench mob is very important. It was important last year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's why they got to where they got to in the, in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have the bench. We don't get as far as we get in the playoffs last year without the bench mob. Exactly. It's obvious, right? Yeah. So this year, our bench mob got a lot better. Mainly starting with Pascal and OG. Yeah, those two had to improve, and mm-hmm. they got a lot better. Like I said, man, I'm impressed. Pascal's my guy. I'm speechless when it comes to him. Just how much better he got. And it's funny you mentioned that uh, you mentioned Pascal and uh, OG had to improve, and it's funny yeah. because they kind of just swapped spots, right? Because OG was the starter last year. And now it's kind of flip-flopped. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, there's a lot of different reasons. You're adding different positional match-ups, guys. Matchups, matchups, Matchups and yeah, all yeah. that. But you're right. The development of these guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to the Instagram feed right now because there's someone who agrees with something that you said very early. Because, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm trying to pronounce the name, but I'm, I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> but it's like, nah, sir. Nah, just not. <laughs> yeah, just not. We'll start nah, there. what up? But it says, Pascal All-Star? I question told you, mark? man. I told you. Beals, you were probably on like the first episode we did <laughs> first of episode, this? I said it. If you can get the playing time. Yeah, you did say You can put up the numbers. The tapes are there. The tapes are there, man. He <laughs> could get on that, that, that reserve roster, yeah. you know? We got the receipts. Go we, back. We do, first we episode, do Beals this, did you know? say this. It, will he get enough minutes? And I said, I don't know if there's enough minutes for him. Right now, it's looking like it's looking I was wrong. Good. <laughs> I was wrong. You know, it happens, man. Siakam, game high no tonight. Doubt, game high, Pascal Siakam, 23 points. A career high for him as well. Sorry, he didn't have a game high. Game high went to Tim Hardaway Jr. But when he gets slapped like that. Nah, I don't I don't think it, <laughs> it don't really matter. matters, right? It don't matter. It don't matter. So You're not uh, Derrick Rose. It right? Don't matter. So Pascal Siakam, 23 points on six of seven shooting. Yeah. Three of four from three-point land. There it is, man. What? Efficiency and consistency are it's, key for the Raptors right now. It's so These crazy. guys are playing with both, man, especially him, you know? So, sheesh. It's super crazy what's going on with Pascal right now. And you mentioned the efficiency, right? Mm-hmm. And for both him and Serge and even a guy like JV, right? we've seen their numbers go up, and a lot of that is offense, but I think a lot of that is also Kyle Lowry. Right. And just because he's putting these guys in positions to succeed, right. he's adapted to what Pascal's game is, which a lot of it is energy and Pascal just doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. And Lowry now, every time he gets the ball, he's looking up to he's see if Pascal's up. going he's to hit up. him with that outlet yeah. pass. It's incredible to watch what these guys have done. And Pascal continues to evolve and add more things to his game. Yep. He was shooting the threes, but I think tonight was the first time that we saw him like three or four. That's a legit, legit night from three point land. If he continues to do that, mm-hmm. can he, like, what, what's the ceiling? There's no ceiling, man. There's no <laughs> ceiling. There's no ceiling. There's no ceiling with this kid. He's balling. Yeah. Like, he's legit balling so right now, you know? I, so, said, I said this on the last pod, and I want to get your thought, that it was, I said, my biggest takeaway from the West Coast road trip yeah. was that Siakam is the Raptors' third most important player. Yeah. Would you agree with that? 100%. 100%. It's because his skill set, right? Skillset, he can do so yeah. many different things. Yeah, he's our point forward right now. Yeah. He's our point forward. Even when Kyle, <clears throat> even when Kyle Lowry's on the court, mm-hmm. he's our point forward. Yeah. Right? Things are going so well for the Toronto Raptors right now. And again, the way that this game played out, it was one of those things where, you know, 
maybe they win this game in past years, right. but they'd have to grind it out. Exactly. And this game was one of those games where I talk about it all the time, right? For people who are familiar with this podcast will know. One thing I'll always bring up is the fact that the Raptors bench is so good, it's better than some team's starters. Correct. And I think when we go and you look at the Knicks roster here, and, you know, obviously the Knicks are in a down year. They're, Chris Stops is hurt. But their starting lineup of Noah Vonley, uh, what's this guy, Mitch Robinson? Is that his name? I never heard or did of I just make that guys. up? I Mitchell Robinson, good. I, feel, I, I said Mitch, of, and I did say I confidently. I one of those guys. <laughs> Yo, I, did I, would, say. I would think their starting lineup would be, you know, Enos Cantor would be in there. No, Cantor got moved to the bench. Wow, but the funny geez. thing is, I said Mitch, and I'm like, I didn't say it confidently at, at all. I'm like, is, yeah, oh, no, exactly. it is Mitch. Some exactly. dude named Damian Dotson. Right? Like, this is the Knicks starting lineup. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Frankie Nilakina, right? And so when you look at the Raptors bench, as I mentioned already, yeah. Fred Van Fleet, DeLon Wright, CJ Miles, OG, and Jonas. That could be the next start of five, right? right? There. The exactly. Raptors bench is better than the Knicks starting lineup. Our, our bench is better than at least 25 <laughs> of the teams in right? the league. That's a fact. So, you know, so this was a perfect game to see that, right? Yeah. And the starters came out kind of sluggish. But again, that's understandable. I'm not going to blame them for that. Mm -hmm. The bench mob... Because really, OG's missed some time, DeLon's missed some time, no, Freddie missed some time, now. right? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, this was a really good game to like get these guys to, this was a really good game for, to get these guys some extended burn exactly, to get exactly, them feeling comfortable. Exactly. And I think we finally saw the best game of DeLon Light, DeWon, DeLon Light, that's what I was about to say. DeLon, DeLon Wright's season. DeLon yeah. Wright. And OG off the bench were huge. But DeLon Wright, especially in the first half, he finished with 12 points. If you look at just this game, let's see, four starters in double figures. Wow. Three guys off the bench in double figures. That's wow. seven people at double figures. Amazing. And Amazing. then you have Danny Green with nine. So the balanced attack of what this Still, team does. Balance and consistency, man. Balance and consistency with these guys. The main, the main, the main word is consistency for the Raptors. Mm -hmm. Has to be. So, because just the way they're playing the last... So when the season started, it's just been very, very consistent. Let me ask you, too. How important is it for something like this in this game where your bench can give you the extended minutes? Mm -hmm. And your bench is able to give you the extended minutes, but also getting Kyle Lowry to only play 27 minutes. Kawhi only played 23 yeah. minutes. How important is it to kind of get these guys some rest it, it's during the it's, season? It's very important. Yeah. Very, very important. Like I said, Kyle Lowry is not a young guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? His body, the wear and tear in his body is going to come mm -hmm. very soon. So, you know, if they can still win yeah. and bring down his minutes, yeah. that's very important. Because yeah. as you see, as the season goes along, fatigue kicks in with him. That's naturally what it is. You know, when sure. you get close to the April fatigue kicks in with him and he struggles. So you want to get his minutes down and still win at the same time. So far, so good. It's working. And Kawhi, like I said, he's not 100%, yeah. obviously, right? Yep. So if you can get his minutes down as well and still win, it helps. Uh, someone in the chat also agrees with you and says, Lowry got the rest we were looking for. Exactly. Right? Because we were talking about how all these games where Kawhi has been missing games, that's mm -hmm. Kyle having and others having to pick up the slack. Yep. And you kind of need these you know, to cheat some rest here and there. And we saw that with this game. So mentioned as well, again, those just joining us, 128-112, your Toronto Raptors defeat the New York Knicks on a matinee Saturday afternoon game, 128-112. Mm, yeah. Raptors improved to 12-1 on the season. And we mentioned 
I, I think it's safe to say Pascal Siakam was our MVP or king yep. of the court of this game. He's when you go six to seven, man, he's balling. That's good. He's balling, man. The X factor, though, I'm going to go to the bench and give it to OG. Yeah. And the reason being <clears throat> is as much as we're seeing the evolution of Pascal's game, the same can be said for OG. I saw plays in this game where he's going dribble through the legs, dribble through the legs, step back, Jimmy in dude's mouthpiece. And I'm like, whoa. He's like, that in his game. He, he developed the confident one-two dribble. Mm-hmm. You know, that, yeah. that's that's important in any players. You know, I also think it's cool for him to be have this season under Kawhi because you can watch a guy like Kawhi who scores very easily, very, very easy. like jab, get some space, one dribble, less shot. than three dribbles, yeah. less than three dribbles. Remember those drills from high school, right? You're <laughs> playing one on one, exactly. three dribble max, three dribbles, right? Three dribble max, man. It's crazy to yeah. see, but OG was doing it all. He hit a three in this game. Mm-hmm. We saw him. Get the ball ISO on the wing, drive wow. and get and one buckets. And he's like, you know, it, it's great to see him do that. 16 points on 7 of 10 shooting. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, we're seeing confidence. And I'll give exactly. credit to Leo for bringing this up during the game. Exactly. But he said, with OG now on the bench, he has we're, we're getting to see a lot more of his game because there's more free reign. Exactly. He can be kind of like the guy, for lack of a better term. It's, you know, like said, It's confidence, just, just like you said, confidence and... I think maybe having a coach that's going to give you the free range yeah. with those guys, right? I think Nick Nurse, like we've said before on the podcast, Nick Nurse, listen, he, I'm sold, man. He's a good coach. <laughs> he's a coach's coach. Yeah. He's a player's coach too. You know, he knows. Yeah. He's he's an X and O's guy. He's a, he's very detailed. He play he pays attention to what. Yeah. You know the pros and the cons, the weaknesses mm-hmm. and the strengths of each player and other team in total, and it's working so far. It's just his ability to make the adjustments on the fly. That's what there I've been the is. most, there the is, most yeah. like impressed with. Yeah. Just like to play the matchups of the game, right? And also, we talk about JV and Surge. They continue to do what yeah. they've done. Surge with twelve points, five of eleven shooting. You know. We kind of maybe got spoiled from yeah, the run yeah, that Serge yeah. had when he was shooting perfect from yeah, the floor. He's not, he's not gonna he's, he's not gonna have a game like that in LA every every exactly. night. You know, it's not gonna happen. But Serge we'll still Serge still goes for twelve and eight. Yeah. And you look at JV's box score. JV with nineteen and ten. Wow. Again, we're talking Crazy about the production number. of the bench where these guys are getting what twenty one. What's that? Thirty one and what I say? Ten and eight, eighteen. Thirty one mm-hmm. and eighteen from your your starting fives. Wow. Now, when you're the Knicks are throwing out their their fives of Robinson and Cantor, like you're gonna dominate and win. When you win that matchup that effectively, it's, it's, the other team doesn't have a chance. No, nah, they don't have a chance at all. Nah. I don't uh, even know who's on the Knicks bench other than Cantor. Like, they so don't... they got Knox. I assume Knox, who's a rookie, rookie, he's gonna right? end up yeah, starting he's, at nah, some he's point. Gonna, he's he nice. Yeah, he's nice. I really think he'll be nice and he'll be a good player for them. Uh, Hazonia came off their bench. He showed yeah, flashes he, of being yeah, able he to. Was, he I like his cook. game, man. He's got a nice little flow to his game. Yeah, his game is going to be good. And they got Emmanuel Moutier, who they got obviously late last Denver, year. Think, right? yeah. yeah, they're trying to figure out what they have yeah, kind of yeah. at the point guard Pieces. spot. But yeah. this is a tank season for the Knicks, right? Better like be. they're looking at Zion or they're looking at RJ or wow. something like that, right? They better hope to get Zion or RJ <laughs> or someone because 
<clears throat> it's not looking good for them in the next couple of years, uh, even even if the unicorn comes back. As one of the most famous New Yorkers once said, we don't believe you need more people. The Knicks exactly. definitely, definitely need more need, people, right? Definitely, definitely. And I'm an, I'm a I'm a, I'm a low key Knicks fan. I like the Knicks. You yeah, know, since the Spreewell days. Well, I think the league's just a better place when the Knicks are relevant exactly. and good, right? Exactly. The NBA is just a better place, yeah. so I'm not mad at that exactly. at all. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about because I see I just got a message from Webby, so we're get, definitely gonna we're definitely gonna try to hit up webby soon but uh i see a message in the chat right now uh my guy colin brown says surge came up huge when everyone else was cold and that's me saying that that's because (laughs) we have a lot of conversations about surge taking terrible shots terrible shots and every day when i see him now i'm like dude i've given up on the fact of like i'm expecting surge to be good now like i'm not knocking him i cannot say anything bad about surge he's showing it man he's showing it he really is and it's it's what you I know this this podcast if we had a name for it would be about consistency because that's just been it consistent minutes consistency in terms of this is your role exactly. what we need from you night exactly. after night and those guys I mean not just those guys I feel like this whole team is the whole team is the whole team is is on board for what's happening right now yeah you know and like I said it starts at Kyle Lowry mm-hmm. the, he has the to lead. The one key point, and we mentioned, of course, the theme of this game was the Raptors bench is just better than the Knicks starters, 100%. and you'll see that theme play out. Mm-hmm. But this was the first game we got to see, I think, the the bench mob just fully run another team out. And yeah. I know Freddie's numbers don't stand out, but when you watch the game and understand the game of basketball, the way that he is, he was just getting everybody going, right? Getting them in good positions bringing energy to the game because exactly. one of my friends was at the game and i sent her a text message to be like is it is is like the crowd not there yet mm-hmm. like it just sounded quiet mm-hmm. and that's just how like sluggish the game wow. was early yeah, yeah and yeah. when the bench mob came in they were just running story. and, and story, again yeah. to give nick nurse even more credit yeah. what did nick nurse do one of the things to start the second quarter with the bench mob he had them pick up the defense full court Wow. And what that does is it just speeds up the game. It's cheating away to like Cheat, get the energy up, up right? Pick up the pace. Let's move at our pace now. Let's 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 dictate the pace of the game and how things are gonna go. Right. So so good. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit here, mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about obviously again just to wrap up what happened on the Toronto Raptors game. Raptors win one twenty eight one twelve. Raptors improve to twelve and one. The Knicks are trash. They should just pack it in and hope that they get <laughs> pack it in, guys. RJ. Trade uh, for John Wall. <laughs> great game again for the Raptors. Pascal Siakam gets our MVP at 23 points yep. on six of seven shooting, three of four wow. from the three-point Efficient, line. Man. Great game for the Raps. Yeah. But there was big, big news that killed the NBA Twitter this morning. A Shams bomb, as they say. Not Ooh, a Woj bomb, but the protege. Bomb. The protege. He's dropping. Protégé, he's dropping the breaking news now. I can't speak English all of a sudden. The protege <laughs> of Woj, Shams, tweets out early this morning that Jimmy Butler has been traded wow. to the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, the full deal is Jimmy Butler, Justin Patton to Philly for Robert Covington, Dario Sarch, and a second-round pick. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of things that were going on in, in, uh, in Philly, obviously, as we've talked about the fact that there was drama from that crazy practice that yeah, happened yeah, earlier yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, we know, obviously, Jimmy and the kids, in terms of Towns and Wiggins, weren't really seeing eye yeah, to eye. Yeah. This whole saga was taking so long to play itself out. And it seemed like Tibbs was trying to just hope that once the season started... It would all work out. 
and that didn't happen. No, As Woj happen. points out that after a winless five-game road trip that ended with the Sacramento loss on Friday night, <laughs> Tom Thibodeau had come to the realization that the Wolves couldn't win with Butler in this dysfunctional environment, sources said. Wow. He told many he told associates that many wouldn't play another game with Butler. Jeez. So once that happened, the moves were out there and, and was forced, man. I just want to get your take on the actual trade. Who do you think won the deal? Well, we know who won the deal. <laughs> Philly, <laughs> Philly definitely won that deal. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, when I, you know, when I was like, you know, reading the trade, I thought, I thought Philly would have got rid of Markel Fultz. I just, yeah, I thought he would have been like a piece that people wanted. I yeah, guess. and I don't think that's the case. Fultz hasn't looked good. Yeah, he know, has. His, just... I shouldn't say that. He has his moments. Yeah, right? he has yeah. his moments where he looks okay, but exactly not number one pick. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Right? I just thought they would have got rid of him. You know, mm-hmm. too many guards, but man. Philly's Philly's the Raptors' number one threat now. Oh, okay. 100%. That's how you're ranking. They, ha- they have to be. That's how you're ranking. Threat. Okay. They have to be. To me, it's an interesting trade because, of course, like I always live by the old adage that who, who if you get the best player in a deal, you win yeah, the trade. Exactly. Right. It's always that simple to me. I like Covington and I like Saric, but neither of those guys are stopping me from no. getting an All Star. No. Which no. is what makes the Miami thing so weird to me. Right, right. Because it came out that part of this whole holdup with the deal was that. Minnesota was reluctant to make a trade within the Western Conference. They really were focused on trying to ship Jimmy to the East. Jimmy, they're taking so, out Popovich rules. Exactly. Uh, they really wanted to send him to the East. Yeah, yeah. And so Miami pulled out because they didn't want to give up, they didn't want to give up Richardson. Now, uh, Richardson's okay, but again, he's I not would, stopping me from getting an all-star. No, that I makes would, no I sense. I would think they would take Justice Winslow over Richardson. They didn't want to add, wow. maybe they wanted both and they didn't want to give uh, away both. That could be it. They didn't want to do the package. Maybe. But again, those guys are not stopping me <sighs> nah, from getting an all-star, not. right? Absolutely not, yeah. Uh, someone in the chat says, is OG better than Fultz? Uh, yes, I'd rather have OG than Marco Fultz right 100%. now. That's right? obvious. That's obvious. The, the, like, Masai doesn't even take that call. That call doesn't <laughs> even make its way to Masai, right? That's the email, guys. <laughs> I call the email. <laughs> Right? <laughs> so it's crazy just to see what's happened with Philly. And now when you look at this team, are you worried about how Jimmy Butler might fit in with, like he had trouble with the young bucks mm-hmm. there, but he also had some tension in Chicago mm-hmm. before that breakup happened. Are you worried about how he'll fit in with Simmons and Embiid? No, no, nah. not worried. Nah. You think, I think basketball, this, this is what Philly needs. Okay. This is what Philly needs. Yeah. And from, from what I've heard and read about, Embiid and Simmons, mm-hmm. this, is, this is the type of guy they want on their team. Some okay. veteran, tough-nosed leadership. Yeah. This, this, this is what I can see. Okay. I think he's going he's gonna to want to stay there long-term if he's yeah. smart. Well, it's already come out that, again, this from Woj who said, uh, could I find it here? Woj said that uh, Jimmy Butler and the Sixers fully expect to reach a deal on a long-term contract wow. this summer. League sources tell ESPN. Sixers made a deal with the plans to add Butler to a big three with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Wow. Philadelphia will be able to offer Butler a five-year max worth about 190 mil, regardless of their other salary slash cap situation. Any other team is only able to offer four years, 141. Wow. So right now, barring anything crazy going on for the rest of the season... Looks like this is a long-term move and, for Philly. And, he, it, and he's playing in the easier conference. Mm-hmm. That's just the reality of it. So if I'm Jimmy Butler, I take the deal and just... Yeah. He's not a young guy either. He's like 32 years old. Yeah. So he a lot of a lot of injuries as well. So his career is 
on the down. For sure. It's not on the up. No. So if I were him, I would just take it and enjoy the ride. Yeah. Enjoy the ride mentoring these, this young Philly team. Yeah. Because they're, they're a good team right now. They kind of need that toughness. And I feel yeah. like yeah. if you go back to how hard fought that series was last year in the playoffs with them and the Celtics, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind of needed that like tough guy to that vet to, yeah. to kind of take the reins and settle things down yeah. when Simmons was struggling, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, super interested to see how that all plays out in Philly. And uh, shout out to the people on Instagram. But I'm going to have to say goodbye to the Instagram people right now because I'm going to use this to try to call up my guy Andrew Webster right now. Call him up. So, Instagram people, if you want to continue to watch this feed, go over to Twitter at Shell Alexander or Beals MT. Beals BTMG. I'm doing IG live as well, man. So there's still ways for you to listen. And I see the the comments Mm -hmm. here. Milwaukee still scares me more than Philly. And Simmons is overrated. Oof. Some countering points there. But, you know, I'm going to try to get a hold of Andrew Webster right now. So apologies later, Instagram. Everybody else, everybody else, stay tuned. We're still here. We're still talking ball. Exactly. And again, that's funny. Straight shunned on IG. <laughs> Don't worry. You can Don't listen worry. to the rest Don't of worry. it. It'll you still be out still there. there man. Right? It'll still, It'll still there. be there. I got to call Webby and get his take because the man's live in Philly right now. Exactly, what better exactly. thing to do exactly. than to call a man right at the scene of everything? And, you know, as always, as I like to say, we are the Ball on Blast podcast, no which doubt. is unpolished and later Instagram, unpolished and unapologetic, right? So we always got stuff on the go. We always got stuff on the move. Roy's trying to do different things here, oh, yeah. right? Trying to make innovative, things innovative, innovative, exactly. different ways to to hit you with the goodness exactly, exactly of what we got, right? So let me see if I can get Webby up here on the line. Yes, we're calling him, and you can hear me calling him. So, yeah, Mister Andrew Webster, you are live on the Wrap yeah. It Up podcast, my dude. How you doing? Good brother, what's going on? Hold on, give me Yo, this. Give me the scene right now. Where are you right now, Webby? Uh, right now we're in uh, we're in Fishtown in Philadelphia. I'm at my buddy's uh, bachelor party. I'm actually being handed the blunt right now. <laughs> <laughs> keep it gangster. Keep it gangster. We were just at uh, hold on. We were just at a cheesesteak place a little earlier. Now we're drinking Miller Lite, celebrating the the 76ers getting Jimmy Butler. So let me know what was your first take as soon as you found out that this deal was official. What was your initial reaction? So initial reaction was that's all we had to give up. <laughs> like I kept I kept waiting for the second second notification to come in and like oh Covington Sarich a second rounder and something else, but it never came. I mean like to get Jimmy Butler for that and then and then you get the notification that he's gonna he wants to sign long term here. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man. it is crazy, right? And and that's the thing, too, because we mentioned earlier that this deal didn't go through with the Heat because the Heat didn't really want to give up Richardson. Yeah. And I'm thinking, Richardson's not stopping me from getting an All-Star. Yeah, and I feel, yeah, the same way about, I feel the same way about Covington and Sarich, right? Exactly. Those guys were never going to be All-Star players. Right. So are you worried at all? And again, people just joining us now on the Wrap It Up podcast, we're joined by my co-host on the Ball on Blast podcast, which is my guy, Andrew Webster. Of course, Ball on Blast podcast is Friday mornings. (laughs) Friday mornings, you can always catch it. It's released each and every Friday morning where we go across the entire NBA. 
But of course, in special circumstances, I got to call my guy Webby, who is a huge Sixers fan and who also and happens to be in Philly. In Philly. Dude, literally, I got the news. Get this. I got the news as we were driving past Bill Cosby's house. Wow. I don't even know. What am I supposed to say to that? Wow. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. That is the double truth, man. That with the lights happened. on? That's with the lights I, on? Oh, that, No, no, no. There was nobody home. Wow. <laughs> Webby, Webby, Webby. Jeez. Yo, let me ask you something. Okay. So now you're, you're bringing in a very, like, strong personality in Jimmy yep. Butler. We know that mm-hmm. Embiid is a very strong personality as well. Are you worried even a little bit about how the personalities might clash in the locker room? I'm not, because you know what? Winning solves everything. And if he can come in and really uh, and do what Jimmy Butler does, which is like give this team a really good defensive identity and as well fill up the hoop, like if they – go on a run with Jimmy Butler, I think everything's going to be fine. The only thing that I'd be worried about is that if they get off to a slow start, everybody's going to be in the media. Was this a, was this a good deal? But the thing is, it's like, even if it doesn't turn out to be the best deal, like to get a player like Jimmy Butler and only have to give up Sarge and Covington, it's still a success. I totally agree. I think Elton Brand, this is obviously his first big move as GM in Philly. That's Jeez, a great that's, first that's, move, that's right? A big that's a, move, man. That's right? a like, big move. To me, and that's what, you do this trade that, every day of the week, no? Like, yeah. I don't even hesitate to do it's that. It's not trade. a hesitation trade. And that's what we were saying. I mean, for this to be Brand's first move, right, to, like, continue this process, like, that's what the city wants to see. Also, wow. too, so now we know the Raptors uh, Raptors just demolished the Knicks. Raptors still see the top. Yeah, dummy the Knicks. Still sit atop the Eastern Conference at 12-1. and one. Now, we know that the Bucks beat the Golden State Warriors very recently. The Boston Celtics are struggling, but you still expect them to be there at the end, right? And now with this of move course. in the Sixers, I'll start with Beals first. How do you rank the top four teams in the Eastern Conference as of right now? Side note. Okay. I like the Bucks, but I'm worried. Oh, okay. Because I think the Bucks only go as far as Giannis takes them. True. So if he gets hurt, where are they? Okay. He's going to pick up the slack. Middleton? Okay. Yeah. Is he that good to drop what Giannis is dropping every night? I don't know about that. Yeah. But I go Raptors, Philly, Milwaukee, and I'm going to say Indiana. Raptors? Hold on. Raptors, Philly, Milwaukee, and Indiana. And Indiana. Okay. Indiana. And then Indiana over Boston? Yeah, right now, yeah. Wow. Right wow. now, yeah. Wow. Right now, yeah. Ooh. Right now, yeah. Because Boston, Webby, Boston has to get rid of somebody, bro. Yeah. You got to get maybe get rid of two players at least. There's no chemistry there. And you see, and you see the same thing that Kyrie Irving complained about that LeBron was doing in Cleveland. He's doing the same thing in Boston. <laughs> Good point. He's doing the same thing in Boston. It's interesting. And I mean, hey, I, I'm not one to pat myself on the back, but I'm going to pat myself on the back here because I said there's too much ball to go around in Boston. And those young guys, yep. Tatum and Brown, they in their minds, whether it's right or wrong, in their minds, they think they're better than Hayward. Yep. And he got the bag. He's a superstar. Yep. He's starting. This isn't going to work. Nah. They're like, we got to the finals. We got to the conference finals last year. I don't know if that's going to work. But Webby, I'm going to ask you the same question I just asked Beals. Who, in your mind, rank me the top teams in the Eastern Conference right now? Okay, so, uh, yeah, Raptors number one, 
Sixers, I'm going to put number two. Uh, just because adding a- adding that Butler piece uh, in place of Sarich and Covington is going to be such an upgrade. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll go Boston three and then Milwaukee four. I just think that the coach, Coach Stevens, is uh, you know how much I respect Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think the coaching is going to show through this rough patch with the Celtics. I don't think this is going to be an all-year thing. Uh, I think if they do, I think if they're going to make a move, it's going to be sooner rather than later. And if they don't, I got my faith in Brad Stevens that they're still going to be a top three team in the East. Okay. Okay. That's dope. I mean, to me right now, as I look at it, I think I got to give the number two spot to Philly as well. Obviously, you know, I'm sticking with the Raptors at one still. Um, I'm going to give Philly the number two spot just because I think you're right. Jimmy Butler is a perfect fit for what a young team like the Sixers need. I'm just surprised it took them this long to make that move, to be honest. Yeah. Right? Um, I thought they would have been more involved in the Kawhi sweepstakes, but we kind of know how that ended up playing out. Where Pop, wanted, Pop wanted more of a vet coming back yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of – as opposed to younger players. Yeah, yeah. So this was a perfect move to me for Philly. I think they're a dangerous team. I think they're – you know, we might not see it in the regular season, but a playoff team, they are a nice-looking playoff team. Because when it gets tough, that's Jimmy Butler's perfect for that, you know, when it breaks down and you need a defensive stop. I think a when the game gets slower, when the game gets slower and you need something in the half court, he's like the guy you rely on. I think Philly was kind of, I think they're kind of, you know, waiting to see how Markov Fultz would look. Yes. I think that's, that's why. I think that's why they never pulled the trigger. I think they're trying to see how good he would look. Yeah. And they're like, well... He's not looking that good. Yeah, we gotta make a move now. Look at the look how good the Raptors are playing. Look how good the Bucks are playing. Yep. Boston's yeah, Boston's there. Indiana's there. You know. Charlotte's yeah, you gotta there. keep pace. Detroit. You gotta. Yeah. They had to do something to keep pace. Yeah. Uh, as I go to the chat group here on Periscope, we got a comment here that says Jimmy has to be on his best behavior, or it's a wrap, public perception wise. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Philly Webby. Correct me if I'm wrong. Philly's fan base doesn't care at all. Like as long as they're winning, Philly fan base doesn't care, right? Look at AI. Absolutely. <laughs> what's it, what's the mood like? I know there's a big game, a big no, no, football game good. this weekend, but what's yeah, the mood? Like? Yeah, which I uh, which I will be at. I will be at the Sunday nighter. Uh, the, but the mood is good. Like people were talking about it on the streets. My buddy showed up from New York and he came into town. And the first thing he said, he was like, "Yo, Jimmy Butler." I was like, "How did you know about this?" Because he's not even a big sports fan. He was like, "Yo, I heard people talking about it on the streets." Wow, <laughs> word travels fast, man. Word travels fast, and Philly is a great sports town. So much like we were talking earlier about, you know, it sucks seeing the Knicks so yeah, bad. But yeah. if the Knicks are even decent, it's great to see that. It's Philly's great, another man. one of those yeah. teams where it's like when their team is relevant because they have such. A passionate fan base exactly. it's great yeah. to see webby i'm gonna give you uh i'll let you close out your take here and then i'll let you get back to your bachelor party festivities but overall you're ecstatic with this move yeah really happy and i'll, I'll leave you guys with a story so last night i got into town and went, just saw my buddy and like a bunch of my friends and one of my buddy my buddy's brother-in-law he had the hottest take that i've ever heard okay he said that he said that he he says that mark l fultz is going to be a better yeah he said that Markel Fultz is going to be a better pro than Ben Simmons will. And I had to, like, take a step back. <laughs> what? Okay, why? Wow. I had to take a step back. And he was like, because Markel Fultz will eventually learn how to shoot. But I was like, that is, I, wow. I had to take a step <laughs> I had to take a sip of my That's drink. Even, even <laughs> That one caught me a little, that one caught me out wow. of the blue. I was like, yo, I know I'm in Philly when I'm hearing these hot takes. <laughs> Well, Webby, thanks for taking time and joining us, man. And, of course, again, you can catch myself and Andrew Webster 
each and every week on the Ball on Blast podcast. It's under the exact same feed. So wherever you found this podcast, you can also find the Ball on Blast podcast as well with my guy, Andrew Webster. Webby, thank you for joining us from Philly and taking time away from the bachelor party. Appreciate you, fam. Webby, peace, man. Yo, it's all good, man. Yo, congratulations to the Raptors. You guys keep it up. These post-game shows are fucking awesome. Philly thank shows you, of man. love. We got people, we got listeners down here hey. worldwide here at Ball on Blast. Hey, 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 hey. Later, my dude. Thanks, man. Later, boys. Peace. Peace. That was awesome. That was pretty nah, cool, was right? Dope, Get some on-site cool. things. He's got the energy down there, so, oh, you know. he's hype. He's hype. Um, and, yeah, I'm just happy that that worked because yeah. I wasn't really sure if that was going to work. It worked, but, hey, man. It worked. That's unpolished what doing, and unapologetic. unapologetic. It's not just a slogan. On the fly. On it's, the fly. We make it's it real. happen. It's real, happen. right? I'm, like, checking the audio, make sure the feed's sure still working. Good. I can hear we them. Make cool. Um, yeah, that's a lot of fun. And it's great, too, sort of the timing because I was like, oh, man, Raptors are playing the Knicks. Whatever. They're going to wash the Knicks. Wash. This gave us something else to talk about. And, you know, there's more questions coming in here. This says... Do you think the East is looking more competitive than the West right now? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's crazy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. If you look at the top teams in the East, and I know that especially when you go to the Western Conference, things might change because yeah. it's super easy. and exactly. Or sorry, it's super early. Uh-huh. And things might change, especially for a team like Houston. The Lakers are struggling. Yeah. When you look at the, the Eastern Conference, and you're talking Toronto, Milwaukee, Philly, Boston, Indiana. Uh-huh. And then you go to the West, and you're looking at, right now, the top four teams are Golden State, Portland, Denver, and the Thunder. I wow. mean, the East, has the balance of power shifted back to the East? Uh, not yet, but competitiveness, Ooh. it's there. The East has it right now. Hold on. But here's the thing, though. If Golden State is still the best team in the league, mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say the Raptors are the second best team in the league right now, right? The Raptors are the best team in the league. Woo! <laughs> okay. The okay. Raptors are the best team yes, in the league. Yes, by record, the Raptors are the... Okay, yes. The Raptors are... Hey, you see it here. I'm a Jay-Z guy. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. The Raptors' exactly, record is 12-1. Exactly, exactly. Golden State's record is 10-2. Exactly, so, exactly. hey, I agree with you. I understand Raptors are what the best saying. team in the league right now. It's, it's um, there, man. So... But I'm saying by perception, Golden if you State. say Golden, Golden State, State is a top team, Golden the Raptors State, yeah. are second, yeah. I'm still going to slot. Like, even if you say Houston right now, maybe they figure it out, but well, I don't think. Are, are we putting the Raptors over Houston? This is what I'm saying. I don't think Houston's as good as they were last year. I really don't. And they might figure it out. They'll still make the playoffs. I'm not worried about that. But I don't think they're as strong of a team to to uh, challenge Golden State as much as they did last no, year. No, because there's no Trevor Ariza. They need those guys. Yeah. They he, need they, those they blue need, guys. They need him. That's oh, the, they just need him. him. Okay. They need him. Okay. They need him. Because like, like, like we discussed, if Chris Paul's healthy, mm-hmm. we, get a Golden, we, get a, we get a Houston uh, Cleveland Finals. True. 100%. Everyone knows this. Okay. But he wasn't healthy. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> and I think their mistake was... They let go of Trevor Ariza. I don't know why. I mean, it is super interesting, too, because if you think of the Houston Rockets team, mm-hmm. it is a blow that they didn't get Jimmy Butler either, right? And it kind of, when you think back to how that story leaked a couple weeks ago, but mm-hmm. what was it, the four first-round yeah, picks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can kind of tell that they leaked that yeah. out there to try to get the public perception exactly. to be like, what? You guys are turning down four first-round picks? Like, they were desperately trying desperate. to get Jimmy Butler, right? They got, they got mellow. <laughs> You're only gonna get offense out of Melo. You're only gonna get offense out of Melo. I love Melo. I feel bad for Melo, man. You're only gonna get. You know what? I feel bad for Melo. 
I used to feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for him no more, though. He got the bag. Yeah, he got the bag. Yeah, life, life's not bad for Bella. He's a champion. That's, he's an NCAA champion. It's true. I don't think an NBA championship matters to him. Yeah, I, don't I mean, think it does. I mean, I think it. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough with him, man. I mean, it's tough. It's bad because he needs to realize what his role is, right? Exactly. And he settles into a team like Houston, and I don't know. I I like the Raptors over Houston right now. I really, really Listen, do I like because the I don't think Raptors over everyone. Raptors <laughs> are. I like those where your energy's at right now. Those boys are hooping. I like where your energy's those at. Those boys right are now. hooping, man. So hold on. You like the Raptors against anybody? 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 Okay. Anybody right now? Okay. Because Raptors have, fans, hit hit us up. Let us know. I want to hear what the people it. are saying. Do you agree? The Raptors, like, you don't fear anybody right now. Nah. Why should they? Why should they? They should be going to every game looking to get the W. A lot of confidence. The real the real talk is, too, that the Raptors look at home like they can beat anybody. They move to 7-0 and at home this season. Mm-hmm. They're on a bit of a little homestand here where their next couple games, I think they played three straight games at home. Let me just bring up the schedule here. But I think they played three straight games at home before they get a big-time matchup next Friday with Boston. But uh, a look at the Raptors' schedule here. They got New Orleans, home to New Orleans on Monday, home to the Pistons on Wednesday. Dwayne Casey's return back to Toronto. And uh, wrap up the week on with a back-to-back at Boston and at Chicago next week. Obviously, we'll, we'll save a lot of the look-ahead to the we'll Boston say, Celtics we'll game say, for we'll a say, bit. We'll save a little bit of it. But, you know, a little bit of a homestand for the Raptors. And why is that so important? Because as the statistics show, your Toronto Raptors kids have now, uh, sorry, have now won 41 of their last 48 games at home. Again, Raptors have now won 41 of their last 48 games at home. They're balling. That's a sign of a good team. You yep. take care of your home court. The Raptors yep. do that and more. Yep. I mean, another great showing for the Toronto Raptors. And even with this big-time move, do you think there's pressure on the rest of the East to kind of, like, I'll start with the Raptors first, but do you think there's pressure on them or anyone else to make a move now to react to what Philly just did, or Raptors are good? Rap- Raptors are the cream of the crop right now in the Eastern okay. Conference. So I think... I think that's how it goes year to year. Mm-hmm. And I think it, this is what happened when LeBron was in the East. I think teams looked at it like, okay, LeBron's there. Mm-hmm. He's going to go for one. Yeah. Other teams are like, okay, let's go for two, three, four, five, and so on. Okay. Right? But then I think LeBron looked at it. Teams are getting better. Yeah. So I don't need to be one. <laughs> I need to be yeah. top four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to be top four. And it yeah. worked for him. That yeah. mentality worked for him. Yeah. I mean, see, see, the same mentality he had, teams had against him. Yeah. He's like, I don't need to be number one in the conference. I just need to be in the top four. That is crazy. Which is insane. That's it is, it it is crazy. It worked. It worked yeah. for him, right? So I don't know, though. I, I'm thinking that, you know, mm-hmm. with the way that these teams all shape up, mm-hmm. yes, I think the Raptors are the best, but I don't know if it's that clear cut to where I don't have to worry about home court. And I think coming in first mm-hmm. is going to matter a lot. Cause it's you good, want... no, it, that, no, it's going to matter a lot. I just think they have first on lock. Oh, I just okay. don't think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. It's kind of like what Webby said, unless Boston does some significant changes or they mm-hmm. work in that rotation healthy, mm-hmm. 
then we have some competition. Philly as well. Yeah. But I still think the Raptors, unless some serious injury happens, knock on wood and nothing yeah. happens, I still think the Raptors have a lock on the first place. You know what, too? The way the Raptors team is built with their depth really mm. helps them throughout the regular season because you have exactly. games like this where your bench can pick up the slack, exactly. give your starters a bit of a yep. rest in a game like this, mm-hmm. whereas other teams will have to rely on their starters for wins all the time. The Raptors can still be 12 and one on the season because games like this or a game in Sacramento, which most teams, Hey, you might lose that game and it doesn't really matter. The Raptors are still going into those games and getting wins, but yes, again, big wins, big wins again, to wrap things up on the wrap it up podcast, your Toronto Raptors with the 128, 112 victory over the New York (coughs) Knicks to improve the 12 and one on the season. The high man for your Toronto Raptors is your boy. Pascal Siakam, spicy, who continues to do it. Pascal Siakam, twenty-three points on seven shots. <laughs> Nasty. That's what the Raptors are on right now. Nasty. But as we continue, Beals, Let's go, where man. can the people find you? Tell us what's going on with the career. Yes, if you sir, can give yes, us any sir, updates yes, yet, I'm asking you that because. But <laughs> if you know, can't, that's cool. A lot but is going let on. Let us know what's going no on. Doubt. A lot what is going on. What can be made public at the moment? I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> Shoot, I didn't man. mean to put you on the Nah, spot it's like all that. good. A lot is going on. Get yeah. ready to drop a new project called The Blessing in December. Okay. Um, thank you to everyone who supported the God Talk video from mm-hmm. Cocaine Noir. It's up to 10K views and growing. Yeah. I appreciate that a lot. Check um, that out on yeah, YouTube. Man. Go right now. You Tell know, the people where can they find it? What's it called? Uh, the video is called God Talk, Cocaine Noir, myself, and William Satire. 10K, the the ball on blast is doing 10k we're doing 10k hey, the hey, team, the hey, team hey. is 10k you know hey um we just appreciate the love you can catch me on instagram at bills btmg twitter at bills btmg and we're just gonna keep dropping projects man you know the music is doing very well i appreciate all the support man we, we it means a lot. It means a lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, whole squad's elevating higher, right? No doubt, so no we all got no choice but to continue grinding, continue moving upward. Yes, sir. Yes, I love sir. it. I like hearing that. And of course, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shell Alexander and on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. And thank you for joining us on the Wrap It Up podcast again. For all the people, this will. If you didn't watch this live, this you can find this and the Ball on Blast podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, meaning iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and a special shout out to the YouTube community. The comments are on fire in the YouTube, no, oh, for sure. on the YouTube page. For sure, for so sure. keep that going. Raptors fans are hype and no, with are. reason. Um, if you're looking, if you're ever looking for the videos, you want to see the videos on YouTube, just search Wrap It Up on Blast. Everything will pop up there. Like and subscribe. As I said, we had a great week on the podcast. Everything totaling over 10,000 views just on YouTube alone. Yep, yep. So, And that doesn't include numbers on SoundCloud and iTunes and all that. So uh, the Raptors fans are definitely hype. And we appreciate you letting us into your conversation about the Toronto Raptors. Because that's what this is about. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't, guys. Raptors, the <laughs> Raptors are 12-1. and one. Those numbers definitely don't no lie. Doubt, no doubt. So we want to thank you guys. And we'll just continue to continue continue to have this outlet of a conversation sure, for Raptors for sure, fans. For sure. After each and every Raptor game, we'll be right here because as a wise man once said, I really did used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. <laughs> yes, yes, this indeed. is the Wrap It Up Ball on Blast Raps Post Game Show as always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, see ya. Peace.
Boom, blast.